Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis. This is the Catholic podcast where you will discover spunk and motivation to live a vibrant and transformational life as a child of God. I'm Rochelle Lucero, and I invite you to walk with me as we dive into all the things that Jesus gave us to do just that. I'm talking about the Bible, Catholic tradition, church documents, the catechism, the saints, the fathers, the doctors of the church, you name it, and I'll draw from it. You and I together, we're going to transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Hey, what's up? My name is Rochelle Lucero, and you are listening to the Clumsy Theosis podcast. Welcome. I'm really glad you're here with me today because today's episode will not disappoint. It is going to be transformative. This is the type of episode that is really going to be life-changing. And I know that that is a tall order to fill, but I know this from personal experience. This is something that I do and I have experienced 100% positive results. I'm going to be talking about the power that the words that you use have over your daily life and the days and the lives of the people who are in your sphere, namely, you know, your friends and your family, the people who are you are around the most, the people you love the most, right? So we want to make sure that we bring the life and love of God into the atmosphere around us and into our own lives, right? And we want it to positively impact all of it, right? Our lives, their lives, their futures, our futures. But before we begin, I want to conduct a little poll quickly. Raise your hand if you currently do or you have done daily affirmations. Now, we're not talking about affirmations, so don't don't think that. I'm just, you know, point of reference here. All right, so raise your hand if you don't do them, but you know what they are. Or raise your hand if you have no idea what I'm talking about. All right, you can put your hands down because, you know, I can't see you, but thanks for playing along. I just wanted to get you engaged and thinking about the idea of daily affirmation. So if you don't know what they are, it's this idea of saying positive things about yourself to build confidence, to build belief. You might have seen um, some scenes in movies where... Someone has like post-it notes all over their mirror or something that says positive things, you know, like, like you're brilliant, you're smart, you're going to crush it, you, you know, you've got today in the bag or whatever, you know, you're beautiful, anything. Okay, so those are affirmations. We're not talking about affirmations because that's, that's just not what today's topic is about. But a confession about affirmations for myself is that I used to think that these were superstitious and maybe even a little bit new agey and I was not having any of it. Like they kind of made me a little, I questioned, you know, I questioned them. But I have since learned many years now that this concept of speaking out positive things, it's based on biblical teaching and it actually has a really deep, long tradition in Christianity as well as in Judaism. Okay, not affirmations, but speaking out positive, you know, these positive truths. And all we have to do is turn to scripture to see the truth that the things that we say, the words that we speak, they have power. The Apostle James speaks about the power of our words by comparing the tongue to a small flame that can set a great forest on fire. This is in James 3. 
We can go back to Proverbs, and Proverbs go so far as to say that death and life are in the power of the tongue. This is in Proverbs 18, and that's really heavy if you think about it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So what do you want your tongue to bring forth? Do you want it to bring forth death or life in yourself, in your situation, in your future, in the people around you? I want to bring life, right? I'm sure you do too. So this episode is for you. If you are ready to see yourself, to see your situation, to see your future, the way that God sees them, and you're ready to silence the lies of the enemy. This episode is also for you if you're ready to step into your purpose, the purpose that God has for you in this season in your life or just in general. This episode is also for you if you are ready, you're ready to own that power that lies in your identity that you speak forth. And this episode is for you if you want to live out God's will, or if you just want to have a good day, a good string of days, a good life in general. Because I'm going to show you how to use the word of God in five simple steps to accomplish any and all of those things by speaking God's truth and God's life and by making prophetic declarations. All right, so this is way deeper, way bigger, way more potent, and is more real than, you know, just daily affirmations. You're going to be making prophetic declarations based off of God's word, and it is going to change your life and the people around you. And you might think, what? Prophetic declare what? You know, this might be something new to you. And if it is, first, I promise that it's legit. You know, I promise it's above board. It's orthodox with a small o. And second, it's not complicated, you know, and you can totally, totally get on board and implement this today and do it every single day for the rest of your life, which I highly recommend. So let's break this down a little bit. A declaration by definition is to formally and explicitly and officially acknowledge something that already exists, right? Your declaration doesn't make it exist. It acknowledges that it already does. And to be prophetic isn't to tell the future, but to speak the truth of God. Okay, so that's a prophetic declaration. And this practice is not new to Christianity or even to Judaism. In fact, if you would like to take a minute and geek out with me, (laughs) um, we're going to talk about the Greek and the Hebrew word that, um, you know, that hold this tradition, where we see that this tradition is alive. So in the Greek, the word is rhema, and in Hebrew, the word is debar. I could be mispronouncing those, but there they are. And they have this word in both traditions because it is a thing that exists in both traditions and has since almost forever. And it means to speak that which is spoken, and it's referring to the spoken word of God. Because the word of God will return, will eternally remain. You see what I'm saying? We have old Christian and Jewish tradition when it comes to prophetic declaration. In Isaiah 40, it says that the word of God stands forever. In 1 Peter chapter 1, he basically quotes Isaiah. So we know that in Isaiah, throughout the Old Testament, they're declaring that the word of God lasts forever. And Peter in the New Testament is saying exactly the same thing. The psalmist says that forever, O Lord, your word is firmly fixed in the heavens. This is in Psalm 119. 
And throughout the New Testament, we see Christ and the apostles do this all the time, right? They are speaking the word of God that already exists. And in every instance, they're bringing the life-giving and eternal word of God into that situation. They're bringing the truth into their present moment, into the present situation, right? They're declaring the truth of God and making a prophetic declaration. Now, this impacts hearts and this impacts minds, you know, including their own. Like we read this in scripture and we can see it unfold by using the word of God, hearts and minds are transformed. So how do you use scripture in order to make your own prophetic declarations? All right, you're going to do it with these five steps. I'm going to run through them and then we're going to have an example to show you how it works. All right, so the first thing you're going to do is choose a scripture. Any scripture that sticks out to you, something that's significant. It could be something that's been on your heart for a long time or something that came to you today. Whatever. Pick a scripture. Second thing you're going to do is you're going to personalize it. The third thing is you're going to make it present, especially if it's talking about, you know, like past tense. Um, That's the most obvious, but I'm going to show you a little bit more creative way to do this as well. The fourth thing you're going to do is you're going to write it down or memorize it. If it's really long, it might be difficult to memorize. It's not required, but you should write it down. And the fifth thing you're going to do is declare it. You're going to make this declaration out loud every day. And you don't just have to do one, right? So like you can do a new one every day. You can do a new one every time, you know, you feel the Holy Spirit prompt you. And then before you know it, you have a list and, you know, every day you're saying a few more. Okay. So I want to use the example of Luke 15 verse 31. Okay. This is something that has been really on my heart lately and one that's been really speaking to me. For a little bit of context, this is from the parable of the prodigal son, but it's at the end. It's after everything has happened. The father is talking to the, I guess, the good son, the one that didn't leave. And he said, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. Okay. So that's the scripture I chose. That's the first, first step. Second step is to make it personal. All right. Here it says, son. Okay. I'm a daughter. That's fine. I'm a child of God. Okay. So I can have it say daughter, or I can have it say you or I. Okay. You're going to see how, how I finish it out in the end. Also something in this passage, he says, all that you have is mine. And that really sticks out to me. What is all that he has? So remember this parable is just that it's a parable to represent God, the father and us, his children, who are both the prodigal as well as the good son. You know what I mean? We are both. We are children of God. And this is the father's love for us. And so that reminds me like, okay, all that he has is is mine. So everything in heaven with the father is also mine here on earth. Okay. So that's how I've personalized this. The third step is to make it present. He says is yours. And so that tells me Okay, so like I said, the most obvious way to make something present is like if they're talking past tense, you know, to make it present tense. But this is a little bit more of a of, of a creative way. Now you don't have to do this, you know, but 
however the Holy Spirit moves you. When he says is yours, that makes me think, you know, like I I just said previously, like it's mine now, like right now, this is mine. Everything in heaven is, is mine. Like I can use it. I have access to it. I can, you know, obviously the graces in heaven, the, the angels, you know, the armies in heaven, um, the saints in heaven, everything, everything that I could possibly need is with God, the father, and I have access to it now. So that how that's how I've I've made it personal. Like I have access to this. And then to write it down. So I wrote it down and the way I would write it is based off of this passage that I have access to everything in heaven. You know, I could write it I have access to everything in the father's house or God the father in heaven is giving me access to everything that I could possibly need, everything supernatural that I could possibly need, right? You could write it a whole bunch of different ways, but to me, this is how it speaks out. I have access to everything in heaven. And then the fifth thing is I just have to declare this every single day. I have access to everything in heaven and it's really, really empowering. So I've told you what the five steps are. I've given you example. I've walked you through it but we're not going to stop there. I'm going to give you some options for scriptures if you can't come up with any on your own, okay? So remember when you do this, you should do it with the Holy Spirit, right? You should do it prayerfully. You know, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. He's going to speak the truth that God wants you to manifest in your life. Eh, Manifest is a, a dirty word nowadays, thanks to all that new agey stuff, but you get what I mean, right? To like make all of the, you know, the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit, the love of God to make that present in your life. The Holy Spirit is going to guide you to do that. So here's a couple. So we have Romans 8.15, 1 Corinthians 3.16, 2 Timothy 1.7, and Psalm 91. The whole psalm, really, but if you just want to focus in on one, verse three. Now, all of these kind of have to do with, you know, identity, you know, like being a child of God, being a temple of the Holy Spirit, not having fear and really having protection from God. So that's why I've given them to you because I think these are good foundations for your declarations. Now, I'm going to provide this list in the description of this episode, right? So if you didn't get a chance to write it down, don't freak out. You don't have to like scramble and rewind and find a pen. They're in the description of this episode. And if you're on my email list, I have already made this super easy for you. And these are currently sitting in your inbox right now, right? All you have to do is go to your email, find the email I sent today, and these are going to be listed in there for you. And that's just one of the the perks of being on my email list. If there's things that I need to send out or, you know, things that I'm you know, that are noteworthy, things that you would want to write down and you can't, those those things get emailed to you. There's also a book on declarations, making prophetic declarations every single day. And it's not so much an instruction book, but it is like daily declarations and they show you the scripture and then they break it down into like a paragraph or two, uh, which is basically like almost like a prayer, like to speak over yourself. It's awesome. I'm loving it. And I'm going to put a link to that book 
in the description of this episode as well. It's not by a Catholic author, but so far I have not run across anything that is, you know, not orthodox. That's, you know, against the Catholic faith. Like I said, I've been doing it for a while and it's really, really, really good. So do this and I'm pretty sure that you are going to have awesome, awesome, awesome results. But before we leave, we have to talk about the comment of the week. And today's comment, this week's comment, comes from Roland, who sent me an email through my website. Like he reached out and hit the contact button, yada, yada. And he sent me this really short message. And it was a while ago. And I just wanted to give him his shout out. He said, just want to let you know that I'm glad that you're back and I've missed the refreshing way that you share the faith. And I just want to encourage you. And I love that. Thank you so much. I I really love to know, you know, it's not like for my own vanity, like, oh, you think I'm great. No, I want to know what's helping you. I want to know what you find in the episodes or, you know, just in the general feel that is striking a chord with you in a positive way. So he thinks that I shared the gospel in a refreshing way. And I'm like, okay, great. That is something for me to pay attention to and make sure that I can bring more often. So if you want to leave me a comment, you want to leave me a feedback, I have made that an option also on the website that's new. On the website, go to the contact tab. Before, you only used to be able to like send me a message if you wanted to book me as a speaker, but now you can send me feedback and you can also, there's an option to submit a question for my Ask Me Anything episodes, which The last one we did went off really well. You guys seem to like it. I already have two questions. So send me your questions. Hit the contact tab on my website. That's about it. Until our next episode, really, really try this. Let me know what happens when you do it. Let me know if you have any questions, right? You can reach out over email, clumsytheosis at gmail.com or on any of my social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or just through the contact tab on my website, clumsytheosis.net. All right, peace out. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Since you made it this far, you know what that means, right? We're like totally best friends now. (laughs) But for real though, thanks so much for spending time with me and growing in your faith knowledge and letting Christ transform you. Since you stayed this long, I'm thinking that you liked the episode. So will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or all of your friends on social media. While you're online, I invite you to check out my website, clumsytheosis.net. There you're going to find all of the things that you need, such as how to get in touch with me, how to book me as a speaker, how to find my social channels, how to sign up for our weekly email, and very importantly, this is very important, how to donate if you'd like to support the show. This show is listened to in approximately 90 countries across the globe. So if you find value in this show, please consider donating at clumsytheosis.net. Anything that you give is very much appreciated and it is super helpful. All right. Thanks again for walking with me today. Remember that we can transform the world by letting Christ transform us.